Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of 2019, episode 2 of 2019. That's what episode 2? No. <laughs> Season 2. Uh, welcome back to another episode of In Case You Missed It. I'm here again. Every episode I have been here. Not make that note. It's true. Ooh. It has. It's true. Uh, he's back. He's back from his holiday. You all missed him. Especially oh. Steve. Oh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy you're back. back. Yeah. How was your Christmas and New Year's and holiday? It, it was it was fantastic. I got really drunk and did the worm in front of a load of German people. That's, that's life. And Steve's the tech guy. He's back again. Mr. Papua. I'm, I'm more than the tech guy. So I, I'm, I'm on the podcast. I, I talk about film. I'm not just, you know, the guy that turns on the microphones. I'm more than that. Yeah, he poo on stuff. Don't. Happy New Year, everyone. It's my that's first chance to say it. Uh, so as always, iTunes, Spotify, we're always there. Leave like and share and comment and get that crisp eye size that everyone's always after. It's coming, it's true, they're always after that. They're always after Or high ten that we said last week. We did, so we said What? Yeah, we raised the No, we didn't have a meeting about that. <laughs> we can't be giving away high ten. You know, it's crazy. It just, that's just limited edition. We're only just starting, guys. It's 2019. Let's jump into uh, the trailers of the week. There were a few Netflix ones. Three Netflix ones. As always. Three out of four. Three out of our four trailers this week are... 75%. 75%, you might say. Um, Tommy, as as your back, which one would you like to start with? Um, Since it's the top of the list, let's (laughs) start with Cola. Let's concise. This film looked uh, looked pretty good. I really like Mads Mikkelsen. It looks like a cool little vehicle for him. I think it's um, kind of a story we've seen a few times. Yeah. I think it's a good story. I think it looks like it's got some fun action. I think these films aren't really about that kind of... I mean, it's not breaking new ground by being about a retired hitman, yeah. not quite retired or coming out, you know, whatever. It's kind of just like the set pieces or what this one adds to that. And I think this one's adding something cool. It looks like a bit bizarre, wacky, zany. The set pieces from what we've seen look quite interesting. Mm. I like the idea. I, li- I like Mads Mikkelsen a hell of a lot. So, yeah. mm-hmm. kind of... I mean, the only note I've written next to this one is yes. Yes. Steve? Yes. Polar. Polar. Um, go. Go. It looks alright. Um, obviously, it's an adaptation from a, a Dark Horse, like, novel and a graphic novel and webisode type thing. Um, webisode? Webisode. Yeah, I think it was, like, online as well. Wow. It was, like, online and offline books and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's an adaptation of that. Um, yeah, Mads looks amazing. He's such a great actor. Mm. And the eye patch looks He's awesome. a good choice for the role. Yeah. 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 You have to be a certain someone to pull off an eye patch. patch. He, he does it. Mads Mikkelsen like he's, not, he's not a pirate. He looks like a cool hitman. Yeah. I think I could do it, but I don't know. But I can say for certainty that Mads Mikkelsen Mads definitely, definitely can. Definitely yeah, he can. can. I mean, he's really cool. Um, Love eye patches. Let's talk about the colour. I was oh, about to film. say, it looks really like weirdly saturated. It and looks like, I don't know, you've got that odd, like, grounded, like, dark colouring that they've got for what seems to be Mads Mikkelsen scenes, and then you've got other scenes which are vibrant, a hitman. vibrant, but yeah, like a little I bit like, uh, I don't, I don't, like a B-movie sort It's of like some kind of film student who's just learning how to colour correct on Adobe I don't know, I, 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 I think it works for me, you kind of get that, like, kind of drawn, cold, kind of East, like, European kind of look to it. This kind of like metal, steel, vagrant sort of like look, and then you go yeah. to that like cheap color and like fake vibrancy, where it's all like you yeah. know, like the seventies, where they're just throwing color at everything yeah. in hopes of like looking cool, and it's kind of is, but kind of isn't. And I think I think it kind of works. I think it works for me personally. Hmm. Yeah, Steve, which trailer would you like to talk about next? Robert Budsaw. Oh, Budsaw. Budsaw. Steve called it <laughs> Lilac Chainsaw. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he's changing the order of the list. It's I, crazy. I, I mean, a Maverick, 2019, new year, new me. Come on then. What, Velvet Buzzsaw, what grabbed you about this? Like, I was on a roller coaster with this trailer. At first, I thought it was like a weird character piece by the amazing Jake Jordan Hall, mm. him being some kind of eccentric art dealer, and it moved to, Which oh, I would have been yeah. there for yeah. a yeah. 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 amazing actor, and it moved to, oh, you know, the reds from the paintings using blood. Okay, it's, it's a murder mm. mystery. We'll go from there. And it goes into horror. You know, yeah, supernatural. Supernatural. Super, supernatural. Or is it? Art or, can kill you. Yeah. Because, like, as you see in the trailer, it's by the writing director of Nightcrawler. Mm. Dan um, Gilroy. Which is, yeah. Genius. Hit those two together again. Nightcrawler is a fantastic Amazing, film. Yeah. And Jillian Hall is incredible in that film. Snubbed. Probably, yeah, probably yeah. his best performance. Um, and, yeah, this, this really grabbed me. I'm really interested to see like, where this goes. Okay. Yeah. A, a comment on, on modern art and society. Like, at yeah. the end, she's found dead by the painting. Oh, no, we've gone viral because of that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a weird modern art I saw art that piece. coming, but... Yeah, I think the trailer maybe gave too much away. I think you can probably maybe, go in yeah. watching it blind, and you would enjoy it a little bit more. It's just yeah. Yeah, I think perhaps it could have. Relied That's the thing with Netflix like, as well. Like those films, they can just drop, and people do just watch them. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think they need that kind of level. And especially of, when you've got an actor for a like film Jill. for a film like Cam. Absolutely, you need that kind of trailer yeah. train yeah. going to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Film like this with Dangilroy and more so Gyllenhaal attached to it you probably don't need to you just say like look we've got an original Netflix film with Jake Gyllenhaal in it sign me up a lot yeah. of people are going to watch that yeah. yeah your Prince of Persia fans to your Nightcrawler fans are going to watch that I'm mm. going to watch that day one it drops yeah, that's yeah. Out. Well, that's out of the trailers we've got this week um, we've probably peaked well yeah if you want my note for that one also yes yes <laughs> it's a double is, yes from is us is it a bigger yes than the one for Poe it's a bigger yes yeah mm. 100% yeah. but the- it's still a yes <laughs> um Let's jump into the one in the middle that Steve skipped over on our notes. I.O. Uh, the uh, last Netflix film on I'm our I'm sorry. I owe you an apology. <laughs> uh, you are listening to an apology. No. <laughs> you are everyone on apology. Got um, So, the, yeah, this one's kind of an odd little trailer. Like, it, the story seems to be that people have moved from Earth to Jupiter um, and this girl's left there and she's trying to put contact. I've got a little bit of the Martian sort of vibe I've yeah. got a little bit of mm-hmm. I, think, I Am Legend I think for me where Polo's kind of doing a sort of tried and true and mm. tested kind of thing and then doing something different with it this kind of just seems like it's replaying old cliches yeah. and yeah. it just doesn't look that interesting to me yeah I mean I both watched I looked at Tommy and Steve while they were watching this trailer and like neither they both lost interest during it which kind of is, yeah does, says a lot about I might not even watch it. I might yeah, not even watch it. Exactly, and that's yeah. the difference with what a good trailer and a bad trailer. Even if it's a bad film, which like it, it might be, it might not be. That's the thing we should like hammer in is that we're talking about the trailers. We haven't yeah. seen the films, exactly. so you know you can only judge. So there, there's flights. been yeah. like that first Phantom Menace trailer is excellent. Yeah, that film is not. You know, and and it works. It works kind of both ways. Like, mm. like you know, a lot of films, a lot of great films, can have bad trailers as yeah. well. So, hundred percent. Um, and our kind of final trailer for this week um, was Hotel Mumbai. My note for... Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I should have checked in. No. Check, checked in. Hotel. I like it. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve's trying this week. I am. <laughs> uh, Hotel Mumbai, Army Hammer, Dave Patel. Um, Great cast. Yeah, it's an interesting cast. Uh, it looks like uh, there's like some sort of terror attack and like these terrorists end up getting into the hotel. And you're trying to work out who they are. What's, what's the name of that, that film? Um, where what are you doing, Steve? 
<laughs> where they um it's about this, the, the old people and, and they, they go to the hotel and they let, and, like, live there oh, like oh um, the, the exotic yeah. marigold yeah. hotel yeah. it's like that but on steroids the best <laughs> the, the best no, exotic the best marigold TV hotel and then there wasn't there like a sequel yeah yeah, yeah. and then the like, TV series as well with like what? real celebrities yeah anyway it's like that but yeah. on steroids yeah yeah Sure. <laughs> I mean, the trailer didn't really give much away. We, we, we don't know, no. you know, I'll tell you what, though. I love Army Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. love Dev Patel. Yeah. Dev Patel was a fantastic actor. He mm. makes great choices. Of he really does, yeah. Is what yeah. he goes into. And I, 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 it took me a while. I only watched Lion a couple of months ago. I think I watched it in like December or something. It's so good. He's so good in that. Yeah, yeah I remember that was one of the ones that I missed. That, that one yeah. of those Oscar films that I kind of missed that year just because it wasn't picking up the awards and I wanted to watch the ones that kind of were yeah sure um, but yeah I've heard good things about it um, but De- yeah like you echoing just what you said Army Hammer and Deputy were great so I'll, I'll watch anything either of those do I mean uh, my note for this one was just maybe I think if they can pull off what they're kind of showing us they yeah. might and what they suggest they might then I think it's going to be really really good and really interesting um, like I said, it's got a good cast. It seems mm. like a really interesting story. Mm. But I don't know. I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it. There's something on that trailer that just made me think: like, is, are they going too actiony? Are they leaning too much into that and maybe glorifying it and taking away from like the drama of it a little yeah. bit? Or I, I'm not sure what it is exactly. But yeah. there's something the, that's yeah. not giving me a full yes. I th- mm. Again, I think it might have been just the trailer itself. Yeah, I, I sure. think it just perhaps the way it cut. Perhaps it should have been like quicker cut. Yeah, just to make it look, feel a little bit more like a thriller. Like, yeah, you just need to be explained more. Like, you know, these, these terrorists, why they're doing it? What's the what's the purpose? I feel like the only like, hotel, like I feel like the main sense of like realism from the trailer came from them telling me that people have said it's real, it's real, it's yeah. real. Where it just looked a bit. Hollywood to me yeah, yeah. I get what you mean it's too glossy yeah yeah Steve any thoughts on Hotel Mumbai any more yeah like I just just really said yes it, no maybe um, no maybe it's a maybe I need like a trailer too sure. just to get anything from it to be honest yeah. but, it's not yeah. a Netflix one so we're not getting it in like a couple yeah, of weeks, couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll, we'll get another trailer I can't see watch, watch it in my jammies no. no I can't yeah so you know I mean you could take jammies to the cinema but it's fried upon no I've been in a onesie before oh why do you say that because it's comfortable. My expectation of you just dropped like ten percent. My expectation of you dropped. You don't like being comfortable. Why? Would, why would you wear a onesie outside in public? What if you need to poop? Yeah, it's like it's like well, a. I don't. Is there a bit of crap you just pop open? <laughs> no. Easy access. But I, I, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go into some headlines <laughs> for this week. Last week was a bit slow. We didn't really have any. Um, but we had some good discussion, myself and Steve. Yeah. Tommy wasn't here. Remember that? He's there I'm the only sp- one. He, he was there in spirit. I could he see him there. in the chair, like a like an actual projection. Apart from you sat in Tommy's seat. Yeah. What? Because I felt like I'm more important. <laughs> like, I huh. felt like I gained all your knowledge and film power. <laughs> I like merged. Did you get all the box office right? Um, we'll talk about it. We'll TBC. About it. TBC. <laughs> we'll we'll find out. Uh, so let's go into this week's headlines. Uh, literally, we kind of spoke about it last week, uh, myself and Steve, mm. um, about DC and how well Aquaman has done and like what films we're kind of looking forward to the that future. are left. Yeah. I know I said the Batman, and it looks like the Batman is going to start production at the end of this year. That's pretty surprising, because I thought it would be dead in the water, but obviously yeah, not. Yeah, with um, Schrodinger's Ben Affleck in and out. Um I mean, like, you know my thoughts on, on the, the DC. Just yeah. get rid of Batfleck. Just get someone in and then just tell a cool Batman story isolated. You don't need to do the shared universe. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to. Like, like the, 
if you haven't heard my earlier rant on this, like the DC Comics is a collection of different acquired comic stories, you mm. know, action comics, detective comics, they're separate things that were then combined and brought together under DC Comics, which is Detective Comics. Um, detective Comics Comics. Um, <laughs> whereas Marvel was founded on, you know, Matt Murdock was always going to be Mr. Fantastic's lawyer. It was always created in the yeah. shared universe. Interlinks, yeah. But, I mean, they've had very successful storylines in a shared universe, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think to... And, uh, I think the point I'm kind of making is that you can just tell great stories isolated. It doesn't really matter. Like we're, not, I'm, we're not that fast. You know, Deadpool didn't start off in a shared universe. It kind of had its own X-Men in yeah. there. It had yeah. its own classes yeah. and stuff. And it was just a cool film. It was, you know, and everyone watched it on the merits of that and enjoyed it on the merits of that. Yeah. I think if DC did the same thing, because I think some of their interest in, some of their solo stories are so interesting and so incredible, especially with the Batman. You know, yeah. like Long yeah. Halloween, you could do a harsh year you one. Do, yeah, yeah exactly. you could do a million year things. one is a big rumor. That yeah, Long Halloween year one. Uh, yeah, and I think they announced yesterday or come out yesterday they're doing the Red Sun film as animated. There you go. So like, they're doing it right in the animated, in the animated world. world. They're yeah. doing it right. They're just telling fun, interesting stories, like you know. And that's exactly what we spoke about last week. We said about them perhaps doing um, one shared universe film, like the animated films do and then doing an Elseworlds sort of one like and they're kind of doing that like the Joker yeah, is, is exactly. really inspiring co- um, confidence in them in that but just I don't, don't bother with Flashpoint don't, yeah. don't bother with like like just carry on Wonder Woman as it is if you want to but like all this justice you know I just, I'm not bothered about it like, no, yeah. I, I think it creates the direct competition that everyone else except everyone at DC or Marvel sees because they all love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and a rising tide, all ships rise. Yeah. As he just Jeez. mentioned, Marvel will segue into Tommy's favourite topic that we've ever had oh on this God. show. Yes. Finally. Um, <laughs> have I ever talked about this on the show before? Uh, I think we might I'm not have. I think we did in yeah. the yeah. early we, we episodes. Have, yeah. no, you, we pitched the film to Kevin Feige. Yeah, that was it. And then that was yeah. your film. That was my film. Yeah. That was your film. So that might have given it away. They, um, they listened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like episode one, that was. They yeah, listened. It was early days. Wow. Uh, they do. So Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, yeah, Marvel Studios president, Kevin Hart. Yeah. He got fired from the Oscars. Hired. <laughs> You're hired. You're a homophobe. You're hired. So Adam McKay is doing the rounds at the moment, um, obviously promoting Vice, and that's obviously got the Oscar noms. Um, yeah. And he spoke about which Marvel film he'd like probably be interested in doing. And Silver Surfer came up, and mm-hmm. he said he'd be interested in doing that. He obviously, James Gunn wrote a spec script for Silver Surfer when yeah. he first sort of came to Hollywood. And back Adam in like McKay 04, was obviously he was involved in Ant Man at some right. stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin Feige wasn't asked at the Golden Globes. Um, I was asked like, "What do you think about this?" And Kevin Feige, "Yeah, I'm interested in talking. I'll have a sit down with Adam McKay." And obviously, all We've this got is a good relationship. All this has now come to light with the whole Fox merger. Yeah. So you know, all the Fox characters are going to be kind of in the playpen of, of Disney of of Marvel Studios so yeah. Yeah. so it's not out of the question to finally get it's not out of the question to get Silver Surfer my like, favourite superhero 100% Kevin Feige is going to talk to Adam McKay and I think we'll get uh, Adam McKay I mean McKay. it'd be not to someone of no, that of talent course. oh yeah if you're and interested he's, in he's obviously really interested in doing it I think there's a like a little Galactus sort of easter egg sort of thing in Vice from what I'm hearing really apparently yeah, so that, which Kevin Feige would have spoken like to Adam McKay about so they've got this relationship again with Ant-Man. So they're definitely going to be teaming up. Stars Whether, are aligning. Yeah, the stars are aligning Ooh. for your silver star. All the planets. Ooh, and I've cast it as well. Go on then. Common. Common Whoa, girl. what a surprise. 
Common. It's like he didn't tell me this week. Then <laughs> <laughs> we're in the magic of the podcast. But Common is a great shout. Uh, Steve, I see you've got a note next to this. To play yeah. Norrin Red. No, I just said for the voice, Christopher Judge, because he's got a massive booming voice. Yeah. Common's got a good voice, and I think he's got a good look I think to if him as you well. Got uh, and, importantly, he's a very, very good actor. He's yeah. a really talented dude. Yeah. Do you think you can handle like the 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 mocap for like Thanos that kind of thing? Because it's, it's different mindset, it's a different performance. It, it is, but you know, I think he's an actor. I, you know, I, I think he can do action. He's got action chops from like John Wick Two. I think mm. he's got like drama chops from like your Selma. So I, I think he's just shown the uh, the range needed to lead a kind of film like this. Yeah, mm. and like I always worry sometimes about these bigger franchises about pulling pulling in people that are necessarily too big. Um, Whereas I think Common's like an appropriate like range actor where he's not too big for the role. He's good. It could only boost his career, really. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's it's just quickly. I know this is just headlines, not our main topic. But one of the things with um, big, you know, flagship films like this, mm. you do them once, and those actors then cash in the residuals exactly. for the rest of their careers. Mm. So it allows them to do the more yeah. Selma kind of films without having to worry about paying rent. I know it seems a bit yeah, like yeah. it takes away from the magic a little bit, but that's kind of. You look at someone recently like a Daisy Ridley for The Force Awakens. She's now like that will pay for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, for the the free Star Wars films, and now she right. can do these smaller ones that she wants to do. These exactly the Peter Rabbits, uh, whatever else she's doing yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Um, as we go from Marvel to Star Wars, now everyone's everyone's favorite. Uh, Bob Iger announced this week that at the moment there are no plans, and like he doesn't think that they're going to put any Star Wars movies on well not that they're going to be on they're not going to make movies specifically uh, for Disney plus Star Wars I'm fine with that yeah I, I think that's, that's kind of okay I think they want to separate the brands a little bit don't they and yeah just... I mean this doesn't come as a big surprise to me because like, um, like you look at Marvel as well and what they're doing with Disney Plus you know I'd, you'd, I'd be surprised if you make a Marvel movie just for Disney Plus look, yeah. I look at it the, that sort of way mm. yeah uh, the money's just way too big the for Star Wars outside big. of Disney Plus we're getting these TV shows of, we've got The Mandalorian coming this year yeah. we've got Clone Wars coming this year which is obviously animated mm. um, and then you've got the Cassian show as well which yeah. the, uh, I believe starts filming this year as well um so I think we'll see the TV shows and these limited TV shows that they're doing will be on there. And it might be that uh, I wouldn't say the problem with Bob Iger saying no is that it's not it's now that he can't go back from that. And like if someone comes to him with a script he goes, mm, like maybe this it would work for that, maybe not for the big screen, if you mm. know what I mean. I don't know, I think maybe <sighs> I, it is curious because you, you do kind of think since Solo didn't deliver the kind of numbers they were hoping for or in fact anyone expected you'd think that maybe if they want to take these gambles Disney Plus is the place to do it exactly and so the fact that they're ruling that out maybe suggests that either they're just going to scale back and just do saga films yeah and um, TV shows you know it makes me you know wonder a lot it makes me ask a lot of questions is this the death of a Star Wars story then because I, th- I did think I did sneakily sus- suspect that maybe Star Wars stories would now live on Disney life hmm. but yeah. now maybe that's not the case so. yeah yeah. I, so I, maybe it shows confidence and they're going to just keep releasing them in the cinema so maybe it's the opposite and it's mm. actually saying no look we're still going to release these as major releases mm. don't, don't worry yeah maybe it's that I, I, don't, I don't think we'll see any Star Wars stories back on the big screen 
I think Soto not the confidence too much because it's I think that would be stupid. Ignoring ignoring how it was received by audiences is more of a financial thing. I think that would be a stupid decision. Rogue One made money. Yeah, Rogue One made money, but I don't know. I I think it's it's just shaken them, and I think they're only keep the the, the Skywalker. But I think they only need like a couple of good films to get that track record back. Like if the Benioff and Wise ones like start doing really well, Mm. people are going to be asking Mm. for more. Then at that point, it's just at the moment Mm. a lot of people didn't like the Last Jedi. People didn't like solo um, well it was mixed to solo and mixed mm. to Last Jedi and that's just thrown people off and I think I don't know I think that worries people a little bit but as soon as we get if like the Benioff from Wise films are great if the Ryan Johnson ones are great mm-hmm. people are going to be asking for more if these TV shows are great as well okay. I'll, I'll pose you a question what if say next week you get a call from you McGregor he's on more to do Kenobi would you prefer to do it as a, a 10, 10 episode series on Disney Plus or would you prefer just one standalone film movie Movie. I what don't know. Uh, it's. I'd actually probably rather see the TV show. Like a TV I'd series. Really, don't get me wrong. Really. I'd love to see it on the big screen again, but I feel like you can do more with that character in, the, in a TV show. And I think there's more story to tell with him. Would you have rathered? Um, uh, if you were pitching me a trilogy of Kenobi films, I'd solo, think I'd rather solo film, one film, one film, one hit. If, if, well, then I'm going. If to you TV were show. offered after the Wolverine, if you were offered a ten episode. Like Old Man Logan style story or the film Logan, would you? Which of you have taken? I think I'd take the TV show. Really, over oh, Logan? I'd just go for Logan. Yeah, Logan. like a masterpiece of a film. Yeah, you know. I mean, I didn't love it as like Western. Else did, but. Um, I think really there's pros and cons to both kind of film yeah. or TV. Like the Clone Wars fleshed out um, Kenobi's character in a lot of ways. The reason I'm expect. gonna the reason I say no is because it's a smaller story. Yeah. Whereas I think Star Wars needs to be on a big screen for the, like the old Republic sort of stuff that we're going to get and these big battles that we're going to have. Hmm. Um, so would you rather an old Republic film or a series? I'd r- like a, like a, a Game of In Thrones type world, series. Both. I'd like, to, but if I had to choose, I on would choose on the big screen for Old Republic. So I don't know. I think I've got a TV series for that, like a Game of Thrones big kind of that's kind of scale. Like a, a it's a TV series with a film budget. I mean, I'm. I'm just a film guy. I'd rather the Mandalorian film. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather the Rebels film. I'd rather the Clone Wars film. Mm. In fact, the, the Clone Wars film was terrible. I'm going to stop you there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I don't know. Star Wars is in an interesting place at the moment. Um, and the big te- I had a dream last night that I saw the trailer of episode 9 weirdly. was it good? good or bad? It was, would I have liked uh, it? <laughs> I can tell you in my dream there were Ewoks whoa <laughs> yes <laughs> we end, the, ended up back on the moon of Endor and there was like the Death Star the Death Star it's where they buy the, the Death Star I have an extra large Death Star the Death Star was like in pieces on oh, the moon. There you go, hot scoop, you heard it here first. <laughs> Episode 9 is a remake of <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Can't <laughs> say I'm surprised. What about, you know, an Ewok who's like a Sith Lord, but it was just like three. Oh, no. no, it was just three Ewoks. Oh, no. no, no, it was just no. three Ewoks in a trench coat like, on top of each other. In my, like, in, they killed one person. In, in my dream last night, it did have Yavnum. Really? So therefore, it's better than George Lucas. He's the maybe, key. Maybe we'll get that in Episode 9. That's an exclusive <laughs> from my dream. Ooh. Uh, let's move on to our next headline. Um, so Dave Bautista and Stellan Skarsgård have joined Denis Villeneuve's Dune. 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 Um, my note next to this is cool. 
Well, I, I mean, I realised obviously um, Batista was in uh, Villeneuve's Blade, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So I guess he. I really liked Dave Batista in that. I thought he had really like. Yeah. Um, you know. Did you see the short that he did? No, uh, I saw the animated one of those. I didn't see his one. Right. But. Um, yeah, I thought we, I thought we had a really good performance in there. There's only a very small yeah. scene, obviously, but it's obviously, I mean, Verne is one of the greatest working act, uh, directors oh, at the moment. Yeah. So, kind of any choice you, he says, you're just like, cool, thank you. What yeah. if I told you, like, do you know the rest of the cast, the other two people that were cast no. before? Tell me more. Tell Rebecca me more. Ferguson, fantastic, and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> wow, <Pretty> solid <laughs> cast. Now, now I've told you that cast. How much more excited are you? Yeah, I mean. More, yeah, so yeah. much more. Uh, that's fantastic. I, I, I can't wait to see it. I mean, Dune's obviously very famous mm. for, for its uh, sort of production and um, a very famous book originally as well. Serious, so, yeah. um, I guess Villeneuve's the man to do it. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, Steve, you're uh, a Dune expert. I wouldn't say I'm a Dune expert. I, I just did. Expert. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> three of us. <laughs> um, I think it really depends on how they portray the book. If you don't know, the book has a lot of connections to um, Islam and that kind of religion. A whole thing about Dune is the idea of a jihad. When I mention the, 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 you know, the word jihad to you, you think of you know, like terrorism. But in, in Dune's case, it's not... It's more about a struggle between like groups of people and like an uprising, mm-hmm. like good over evil. I think doing anyway is a very political book. It's very messy, but a lot of it, a lot of the messages, a lot of like the characters and their ability to relate to each other, it's all based around like Islam. So there's a lot of like indications of that, and I think it's it's be it's going to be interesting to see how they do it with Western audiences. If, mm. if, they, if they go down that route or they just go okay this is just a, this is a sci-fi film and that's it Cause I, I don't know how the 1982 film went I haven't watched it um, I th- watch it yeah I, I haven't watched it I've only read a little bit of the book but right. um, I, I kind of compared it to like kind of like Blade Runner 2049 that kind of scope and scale I think it would be like sequels. a I like Blade Runner let's not get into this but Blade Runner 2049 was a re- really good film really high budget didn't make much of the box office no, I think it'd be, I think this might be another case of that. And like, it, just I, it depends how they market that because yeah. I, th- I think that a story like like June has the potential to, if it's marketed right and in that way, to have that sort of mass appeal. Mm. I, th- I think, I think yeah, that, I think that's kind of got that. I hate to say it because it's the the Goliath, but it has that kind of Star Wars appeal of like grand sort of story in, it's, in that it's confusing uh, it's not a simple but yeah <laughs> but you, you know when you look to the deep lore of Star Wars it's confusing but when you just paste on that simple good versus evil kind of you know pill to swallow a lot of people are going to that's what I mean do you think they'll just cut out a lot of I things do. go right this I, is a- I mean I think they're going to for the sake of marketing I think they're going to make it simple mm. but I think Denny's going to Layer it. You look at something like a rival. He who controls the yeah. spice. Yeah, controls exactly. The exactly like a rival, where that that's, yeah. um, you know, it is quite complex. It's got um, a, a lot of layers to it. But at the same time, it's kind of marketed as alien invasion film. And yeah. It's not that at all. Massive that's ones. what it's sold yeah. at, and that's, and that's how it like, made money. Mm. I'm excited. So, again, just because it's Villeneuve, like, I was already on board. Like, mm. you could have cast anyone. You could have cast. Yeah, he's become one of those guys, isn't he? Where yeah. you're just you're just gonna go. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, I love Blade Runner 2049 so much. Um, like that's one of my favorite. That's in my top ten. He's one of those like upcomings with like a Taylor Sheridan, where you just sort of you're there. Yeah, 
Mm. I, I think I'd say he's above Taylor Sheridan. I'd say I don't know. I think he's already. I'd say he's quite way above Taylor I Sheridan. I don't like a rival. Asshole. I like a I love Asshole. Blade Runner. So. Um, let's go on to our next headline. Uh, Star Trek Four has been shelved by Paramount. No surprise there, to be honest. Any, no. It's just Do you care? I was just thinking about the Villeneuve and Sheridan thing, and like Sicaria. Mm, yeah, that's true. I just like I like I just blindly like made that connection. I was like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, Star Trek Four. Steve. I'm not, su- I'm not really surprised. For me, Beyond was a weird film. I didn't like it. I, I liked it just it. didn't gel with me Never saw it Yeah Have you seen the other two? Yeah, seen the other two Just not beyond uh, I really like the first one It's like the best Star Wars film J.J. Abrams has ever made Yeah um, The second one's like Into Darkness It's like really fun And the third act is a bit oh, yeah. Like yeah. you just Cure death <laughs> actually, I actually really liked uh, Beyond I thought Alex Garland That's the other director mm. Yeah I love Alex say. Garland I trying to think of his name That whole time um, I really liked Beyond. I think it, like I went with my dad, who's a bit more of a Trekkie, and like especially to him, it felt more of um, like the original series. It felt like that. Um, I'm not a big fan of the original series. Um, I quite like, but I, I quite actually like really it. enjoyed I really, Beyond. I don't love it. I'm not like a Trekkie. I've yeah. like seen some episodes like once. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, this is this is a cool like sixties little series. Like yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not like a diehard fan. I couldn't but, tell you anything about it. I remember it came out like last year. I think it, well, yeah, at some point last year or just after Beyond came out that the this fourth one that was in pre-production or development at the time was going to be bring back Chris Hemsworth mm. and Chris Pine was going to deal with time travel um, but like but do we care like Star Trek seems to be moving in back into like a TV sort of a, they've got Discovery um, which is doing well and I know they've got a new Picard my um, yeah my note next to this one is eh yeah. yeah, I think I'm just like sure, yeah. like you know, I, I feel like they've made some money. They completely revitalized the franchise. Um, it got J.J. Abrams a job in Star Wars, and you know that's kind of you know mm-hmm. that they told three stories that some people liked, some people loved, some people didn't love, and mm. you know it's kind of yeah, like not everything has to go on forever. And I think it's kind of okay just to end something yeah. as a trilogy. Whether it has an ending or not, I think it's okay just to make three films and call it a day and, you know, take the franchise elsewhere and everyone yeah. else take their work elsewhere. Mm. I think it's just, I don't think it's gutting news, you know. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's maybe me, maybe others are much more yeah. attached mm. to this. I don't think there's any diehard, like, yeah. Star Trek, um, what do they call it, this universe? It's got a name. Uh, the Kelvin. Kelvin universe. Kelvin, yeah. I don't think there's any diehard Kelvin fans out there. I think yeah, most that's of, a really interesting. I point. think I think most of your diehard Star Trek fans are pre-Kelvin and are going to watch them and are going to watch Discovery and are going to yeah. watch the Picard that's regardless. Really and I don't think anyone is as attached to Kelvin as they are, you know, anything else. I kind of think say it's just I'm like pretty attached to Kelvin. It's my favorite of the Star yeah. Treks, but yeah. at the same time. I'm one of the Kelvin fans, but I'm not like no. Yeah, you're exactly. taking away my exactly. Kelvin film. I'm just like I didn't even see the third one. I'm just like oh, you know, it's, you know. I think that's kind of where I'm at yeah. with it, Steve. No, I, I think you mentioned um, uh, basically the TV series. So Discovery at the moment, they're just introduced or introducing young Spock yeah. into that. It seems to be making a quite a big performance critics at the moment. love it, right? Yeah, critics love it. Fans not so much. I think there's a lot of still hate for oh no, it's a it's a female lead. 
people don't like that. Sure. But, but some Star Trek's already had a female lead, yeah, right? Yeah, like Deep Space Nine yeah. or something have... Yeah. Um, I hate people. Yeah. Uh, but, and then obviously you've, you've got the Picard series coming as well at some point. So I'm more interested in the Picard series. Yeah, yeah. So I think I probably, I probably watched that because... Patrick Stewart. Exactly, Patrick Stewart. So I think that they've got the, you know, the hands in other pies at the moment. Did you think Tarantino's apparent, like... Oh, I love it. I would love that. Maybe that will bring it back. Yeah, do you think we'll see that in like five years' time or less than Maybe. that? Never say never. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the sort of... Oh, I, Sean think, Connery. I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be shelved for... I think they try these TV shows till people have enough and then in like 20 years we'll get another reboot of it. I think it's down to the cast as well. Does the cast want to return to it? I've never yeah, been I feel like they just don't... Zoe Saldana is busy often doing other things around space. Chris Pine's busy being Spider-Man. Yeah. What's Zachary Quinto doing? He should do more. He should do more. Yeah, I don't know what he does. Like I haven't heard of him in a while. He was in the like, first couple of seasons of American Horror Story and then he that didn't was he? really yeah. do anything. No, I haven't seen him in... Johnny Cho. Wasn't Chris Hemsworth coming back for this one? Yeah. Yeah, but obviously he said that like yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's obviously busy being you know men in yeah. black international. He's busy being Thor. Thor, yeah. like you said. Um, Maybe he'll go back to Hollywood. You know, you got those Marvel roles where you do it and then you bank for life. Back. All right, Thor is his, his and investment. He wasn't big at the time that the first Star Trek. Like I recognised him. Yeah, <laughs> you recognize. away. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was watching it. And I was like, "Where do I recognise?" I was sitting with my friends. I was like, "Where do I know him from?" And they're like, "I don't know. I've never seen him before." And I looked his IMDb up, like the classic move. Mm. And then I was just like, the moment of embarrassment. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh God, no. he was at home and away. And I used to watch that with my mum when he ate dinner. <laughs> I really liked him. Kimmy is the, yeah. Uh, talking of Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> Same thing with Margot Robbie. <laughs> From Neighbours, not Home and Away. Neighbours. <laughs> I was always a Neighbours guy. I preferred Neighbours. This is the Neighbours podcast. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God, we should start. Right, coming soon to the Insider <laughs> Network, the Neighbours podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Only speaking about neighbours between like 2006 and 2009, <laughs> maybe around Obviously there. Obviously the best years, yeah. The best years, yeah. The golden years, yeah. as they say. We're a connoisseur of neighbours <laughs> on Australian TV sub programmes. So as we move into like our reward season talk, we, mm-hmm. uh, it came out this week that the uh, Oscars uh, is probably not going to have a host anymore. Like they've come out, they've, <sighs> said, they've not found one. Um, there's a rumour going around that they're potentially going to get like big actors to come and like fill those gaps there's rumor that the event the cast from infinity war are gonna like play a part like what do we think to that Mm. just get a host like it's really not that difficult there's so many people lining up to do it i'd do it get ellen back get kimmel back james did it there's there's been so many successes in recent years and there's been so many failures get mel and you know what do you know what all people talk about after the oscars if it's a bad host is the bad host they don't talk about anything else if you just get a good solid host which we've had again in recent years yeah bring one of them back i'm sure maybe ellen wouldn't do it because she's now sticking up for kevin hart but get Kim- weird. Yeah. I, I don't see why. Yeah, I don't see get why. Get Kimmel back. Kimmel back. Kimmel, Kimmel would do it in a heartbeat. He was great the first year, and like he dealt with the whole La La Land, Moonlight situation yeah. exactly. really like well. Exactly. Like a professional, exactly which is what you need. need. Yeah. Like last year, I didn't feel like he was ex- as strong. Sure. That's what, any that's why any, any Hollywood actor yeah. can sit and read a teleprompter. Exactly. No problem. All experience. Right. But you need someone with hosting experience right. that can improvise. Yeah, exactly. That's why comedians are good for that. Yeah. But exactly. to improvise on those moments mm. that may go wrong. Mm. And guess what? Things do go wrong. Exactly. As we've seen in very, very recent years yeah. in very, very big ways. 
Yeah, just in the biggest of ways. The biggest, yeah. The biggest, um, yeah, yeah. It's down to improv, and like I think Kemmel was great. Obviously, he had the whole gag with the the jet ski, and that was mentioned in a lot of the winning speeches. I think it was mentioned in Jordan Peele's speech oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, it's making that. an impact. I think didn't he bring in some like members of the public? In yeah, that's so good. It's those little that's moments weird, that go, oh, it's really I like nice. That. Like I, I don't. If there's no host, I don't mind. Like I, 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 I do mind. mind. See, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm down for a more kind of SNL approach. Bring back Billy Crystal. Like, how do you like start it? Which is like, who's gonna like? Is there gonna be no monologue? No, the, the thing is though, I think it's the wait to see who's gonna come next. Get all, you know, get comedy. But you have that with who announces the awards. Yeah, I, yeah, but there was also a little bit of a rumor this week that because of all the musical like uh, like films we've got this year, the Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star Is Born, that they're perhaps gonna lean, lean on musical performances. I actually, I'm fine with that. Really liked it when they did that before, when they kind of just broke the show down into these big music and set I think, pieces. Yeah. I love that. I'd love to see that the again. Last couple of years, please, like please, one. please, let Bradley Cooper mm. and Lady Gaga perform properly, so rather than like the cop out they did with mm. John Legend. John Legend. Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't mind that then. We'll just have a constant performances from different musical pieces. But you still need to have you a host. Yeah, you still need to yeah, have yeah, yeah, people that can, you know to link it in that. So you have like Kim Hill come up. I don't know. You have like let Kim Hill host it. Yeah, that's what I said. That was my idea. Or you have the Muppets come out for like a little section. You can have little little pieces of it. I, I'd, I'm, I'm on the fence about it because I, I don't know if it's just me or people from the UK. I get a bit of like Oscar fatigue halfway through the it's show. Just, yeah, oh, I, see, I love it's, it. It's late at night. I love, I love every okay. minute. Yeah. I love every minute. Look, I saw a, a tweet made by Ricky Gervais actually, and it's quite interesting. Um, he said, "Why don't they just like release it on Twitter? The results on Twitter." So there you go. These are the results. It's a bit of a curve. It's the tradition. It's a bit of a curve. Do we need an Oscars? Yeah. Yes. Do we need it? Yeah. I, I think it's important to celebrate. Celebrate film. Incredible works of art. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly because because I think I think, I think we kind of know about the filmmaking process and yeah. how hard it is. <laughs> so when it comes together in such a profound way, I think it's important to celebrate that. Yeah. And I think it's important. To, I mean, we still, um, you know, remember important films from years and years and years before we were born and I think it's important mm-hmm. that after we die that the films of our time are still remembered and celebrated yeah. in that same way that's why I think the Oscars are very important and I think the kind of ceremony and tradition of the Oscars everyone will be in one room all dressed up in nice I mean I'm not all about the red carpet who's who wearing but I kind of like the but, red carpet but, but, but everyone there's looking, something about it but everyone looking yeah, you know in their tuxedos and their dresses and the speeches and even the little things that we we'll roll our eyes at and laugh at when they're being played off on the music. These things are are so important, I think, and and mm. so and I think I think tradition really does have a place in like culture. And I think um, the Oscars is a very valuable tradition to the culture of film. Yeah, yeah but you think the Academy's still outdated? I think they're taking the right steps. I yeah, think they're they out of date, but I think they're taking the right steps. And I think they have. I think I think every year they announce sort of the new who they're opening the gates to essentially and they really have been taking positive steps to you know younger and more diverse voters yeah. and I think I think it's only a matter of time before that complete change I mean I hate to say it, it's going to sound very cold and careless of me to say this but all those old white dudes are going to die eventually and mm. the current state of the rest of the is a very young is a very diverse is a very forward thinking um, group of people yeah. so I think we're going to start to see the Oscars shift even more oh, going yeah. forward in the next 10 years yeah. definitely you'll see a whole new difference yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's, go- it's going to be a gradual change uh, yeah it's not something that's going to happen overnight but you saw it last year and I have no doubt that we'll see it again this year um, as a segue into the Golden Globes is something that was kind of a topic there and was mentioned mm-hmm. by uh, Sandra Oh as the uh, like during her monologue and how like 
how proud it was like she was to be there and like looking at all these diverse places and the, like how much further they got as we look at films like over the last year like Black Panther your crazy rich Asians mm. your Black Klansman the what these it, not just uh, Green Book as well and you've got these like important films that are not just like yeah they're not just important but they're like great films as well and mm. like to celebrate that um, and the diversity that's going on in Hollywood at the moment is do you, do you still think we'll see the Me Too movement making another appearance or still have a resurgence of that uh, or, do you think, or do you think it's I, I, not, I, I, not dated I, 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 now no I, 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 I genuinely hope so I, I think I think it's important uh, it's going to sound weird but I think it's important to shun people like Brian Singer from the academy from the uh, the ceremony I don't think someone like that should be there yeah, well, and he won't be yeah, yeah and, and Weinstein and stuff like he won't get yeah, the nomination exactly. he won't be there no. yeah and I think it's important to to continue to honour that it's not a yearly fad I think it was just an important movement that came at that time and I think it yeah. needs to be honoured every year mm. Mm. Um, my note next to Go this on. topic stupid <laughs> with two O's instead of a year stupid. stupid I guess we'll see what happens when it comes to it we've got Oscar nominations in two so, 24th 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 so we've got, we'll have another show before so on before Tuesday yeah, yeah. So, if um, yeah are we doing a special for that I think we should do. We yeah. can do a special for that. We can, we can compare it to what we predicted. Depending on, somewhat. it depends on how much film news there is that week. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's segue into the Golden Globes. That was last weekend. <laughs> Tommy's <laughs> favorite topic. Um, so we've gone from Silver Surfer, which is his favorite <laughs> Golden Globes. Where Ugh. Tommy is the papua of it. It's just stupid with three O's instead of two. You know, it's just <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's just it's just ridiculous that it, gets, that it gets that it gets so much coverage every year when it's so rigged it's so bought it's so flat and surface level it's just it's the Hollywood film press inviting whoever they want to their party to have great pictures for their Facebook pages that's all it is mm. that's all it is it's ridiculous the only good part was Ricky Gervais but they got rid of him so there's no point <laughs> Tina Fey and, and Amy Poehler were great yeah, hosts were right. to be fair but, but it's, it's ridiculous and it's voted on by 50 people who don't work in the industry mm. and I just don't care for it I don't even. I didn't even want to talk about it on today's episode. I actually brought up that we shouldn't even mention it. But here we are. But here we are. Yeah. Uh, probably the most controversial thing and the biggest surprise is that Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Drama. <sighs> One is it a drama? Two should it have won. I mean, it's more of a musical than The Martian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more of a musical than The Martian is a comedy. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah. yeah. You know. It. The, that film is one good performance and an average film around yeah, which he it. did win for yeah he, as well. he, he did and, he, and potentially deservedly so yeah. but that film was not the best drama of the year no, no. by any stretch it wasn't a drama of the year <laughs> <laughs> certainly not the best um, I t- I'm speechless as you, well, as you can tell by me not saying <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get something out yeah the film that did win best comedy or musical was Green Book uh, Tommy, good movie you're the only one that's sitting at the table do you think it was it's a good movie deservedly so um, <laughs> if um, why do they have two categories I know that that is my big yeah. problem with the Golden Globes <laughs> I don't, I don't it's understand it's so stupid and comedy or musical is, it, is Green Book a comedy um, slash Green musical? Book is funny <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not too funny. Ha ha! Yeah, it's not like an it's, <laughs> Okay, it's less of a comedy than um, The Martian. 
more right. of a comedy than He's grabbing straws here. It's uh, <laughs> more of a comedy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> than Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah. So there's a spectrum for you. <laughs> Trying to fit in the middle of that. <laughs> fill, in the, fill in the gaps on that one. Um, but my God, I just. I don't that, that is it's a really good movie. I, I wondered if the controversy surrounding it would have knocked it down a couple of pegs. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. I think the one thing I want to make clear is I don't think anything at all about the Golden Globes is going to affect my opinion on the Oscars because mm. it rarely has any effect at all. So I'm just going to sort of put that to the back. It did do a few things right in getting, I think, the right people in the right categories. Yeah. Um, so Kiran for director. Yeah, mm-hmm. being the big one. I think. I think. Yeah. Should we talk about what we think is going to be the same as the Oscars? Yeah, go for it. Coron director. Coron. First man score. Mm-hmm. The Star Is Born song. Mm-hmm. Um, see Roma. I don't know because I think that's going to get a Best Picture nomination. But could it? What? Don't think it will get. I don't think it'll be nominated in Best Best Foreign. I think it'll be Best Picture. But could it be nominated in both? No, it'd be like Toy Story when it was. Okay. Best Picture, not. Animated. I, I generally just didn't know yeah. whether it would. Get um. Both. Spider-Verse animated mm-hmm. um, I don't know about screen maybe screenplay for green I don't know though because I don't think the controversy is going to help um, but Green Book as you may remember from my prediction is my best picture prediction right is it still there it's hard to say favorite? it's hard to say with the uh, the controversy surrounding it to be honest with you yeah. um, it is such a best picture film it is mm. very much um, what some people call Oscar bait or you know a very traditional academy favoured film um, but I, I genuinely I'm not sure about how far that um, controversy is going to go Yeah. Um, I think we'll see at the PGAs when, when is the winners of that announced that's just after is that is that the 21st that's around, around the 20th the, January yeah, yeah. It's around then as well um, I think that's going to be a big indicator uh Bow Rap's going to get no one out of Best Picture, I think, but I don't think it will get close. No. I don't think it will get close. No, I know. Um, so what... Like, acting? Uh, Mahershala, for sure. I could see that. See him picking the win from... Yeah, like Richard E. Grant and... Richard and E. Grant, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just... Those are the ones I think I'm, it's probably going to get right. I just... Not any of the I just, leads. I just in case it's not clear, I just want it hundred percent on record. I hate the Golden Globes. I hate I them. think you've made that clear. I hate them. What about I prefer the MTV movie award? <laughs> well the Razzies. What about the what about the BAFTAs? Um it's February tenth. Uh look at nominations. So the favourite leads are pack with twelve nomina- yeah, twelve nominations, and a star is born Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man and Roma are tied with in second place with seven nominations. Do you think the BAFTAs is, is, a, is a telling sign for the Oscars? The BAFTAs is close because the difference, again, I think we might have spoken about this before about the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is decided on by like around 50 members of the Hollywood foreign press. Yeah. Um, whereas things like the BAFTAs and the Oscars are decided by people who work in the industry. So the SAGs, the Screen Actors Guild, the SAG Awards, is all the people in the guild, which is everyone working in Hollywood on Hollywood films, because you have to be a guild member to have a produced film. Yeah. So everyone in the, the the Screen Actors Guild, sorry, the set, I'm talking about Screen Actors, the uh, <laughs> WGAs, the Writers Guild of America, everyone in WGAs votes on their favourite screenplay of the year, and then 
everyone in the WGA's also votes on the Oscars, so that's yeah. why we say that the Guild Awards are the best indication because it's the people from the Guild that vote in the Oscars as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, the only times you get discrepancies and differences is the voting systems are slightly different, so yeah. it's more like um, with the Oscars you kind of rank your films, yeah, and then they just kind of give it to the it's like attributed points to rankings, etc., yeah. etc. Et um, so. With the BAFTAs, it's the same. It's the yeah. people in industry voting yeah. um, for, mm. again, the people in their field, uh, which is the same as the Oscars. So whilst it's a smaller pool, it so generally um, kind of American films get uh, lesser recognised in the BAFTAs because it's more about the British. Yeah, yeah I, I, he's I, got I, a few nominations for like Stan and Ollie. Exactly. So so the British films tend yeah. to get... So it's not, yeah. it's not an exact kind of... Like the, the 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 guilds are the best. Producers yeah. guilds usually best picture, directors best director, yeah. SAGs best actor, etc. etc. Whereas the BAFTAs are a very good overall um revelation and certainly closer than the Golden Globes, but you know, I mean, we'll I don't, Bohemian Rhapsody didn't get a best film nomination for There's Bafta. less though no, BAFTAs yeah, on there. For, for yeah. BAFTAs, do, do, does UK releases, like release dates affect it? Looking at best film now, um I can see Black Landsman, but I can't see like Bill Street or anything like that. You've got best they, film they is Black Man's Man, the favourite Green Book, um, Roma and A Star is Born. It's a good five. It's a good five. five. Uh, that would, that would possibly be my five. Or, yeah, and then um, you've got, you got director uh, Black Handsman, so Spike Lee. They also have another category, though, which the thing, is like best British film. Yeah, best right, British um, film. The thing which about I think Bohemian Rhapsody is nominated in. The thing about. Um, what was I about to say? Uh, the thing about something. The thing about If Bill Street Could Talk is there's been a lot of kind of question marks raised around that film in how the screeners were distributed right. okay because apparently because it, it didn't get um, a lot of guild nominations either mm. so I think there was a problem with um, the release of the screeners so that that could kind of be the big dark horse of the Oscars because no one really knows how people are going to vote with that one because okay. not everyone had seen it who was voting mm. so there's a bit of a there's a few question marks raised around that one mm. I think it's February seventeenth for UK. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it would like, still be eligible. Yeah, for 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 the Baftas, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a, like we just kind of draw to a close, we'll look at the the lead wins. So as we've already said, Rami Malek won um, for best male in a drama. <laughs> Christian Bale won. <laughs> Christian Bale won for best comedy and musical for his performance in Vice. He thanked Satan in his speech. Did he? What a man. <laughs> For inspiring TJ. <laughs> um, and then Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman won uh, Best Female Lead. Um, Glenn Close, what a surprise. Drama yeah. and comedy musical retrospectively. Yeah, so n- not huge surprises there. Bo Rap being the only real one, I suppose. Um, but yeah, don't worry, Tommy, that's it for another year. Yeah. We don't have to talk Thank about God. I, ha- I just to be clear once mm. more I hate the Golden Globes yeah. I hate them I think the only good thing was the, the, the win for Spider-Verse it's good to yeah. see that it's, it's, it's still making trades although they got played off in there yeah so hopefully BAFTA's Oscars we'll see Spider-Verse I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for it so much hate <laughs> should we move into this week's Please. box yeah. office um, <laughs> so much hate you turn to a Sith Lord it's, uh, so this week's box office um, uh, was a little bit different to what we predicted very different to what Tommy predicted yeah I'm um, really surprised Tommy yeah I sent you guys my predictions no you didn't I did I sent you guys I my predictions I read them it was live on air that you read them I did I was way off you were in the you know you were travelling back I, do you know what I really thought Benji was going to do it <laughs> I really th- I really thought I had heard rumblings mm. you know you guys I have a few inside sources and they told me that Benji was getting a major re-release 
um, and no one would know about it um, and until the, it was yeah. out. And the last turns out, well. no one knew about it at all, and yeah. no one saw it. So that watch? was my mistake. Yeah, you had the last Jedi on there at five as well. Yeah, yeah, that was getting a re-release. I thought Everyone's, that was. Oh, well, that was a counter-programming yeah, engine. It was just the demand was so high for last Jedi. So. Uh, let's look at last week's box office then. Um, we had Spider-Man at uh, Into the Spider-Verse at five, um, bringing in thirteen point one uh, million at the box office. Bumblebee just ahead at four in fourth place with thirteen point two. Uh, Mary Poppins at three with fifteen point eight million. Escape Room at two with eighteen point two million, and Aquaman out in front uh, again with thirty one million. It's a pretty good opening for Escape Room. Yeah, that that was yeah. the big surprise. I think me and Steve both have it at uh, Escape Room uh, 5 on our list last week. Um, I can't remember what, if you had it on your list at all, Tommy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I can't remember. Um, but I had it, yeah, it's, like I said last week, it's kind of difficult to tell with marketing because I'm, I'm not sure when the release over here is, so we can't really tell how well it's been marketed over sure. there. Sure. And that was kind of the big deciding factor as to why I put it so low. Um but yeah I don't know Escape Room what a surprise but again it's counter programming to all that stuff and it was the only like big release that week last yeah. week um, as we look ahead to the new releases of this week we've got A Dog's Way Home Replicas The Upside and On the Basis of Sex which did have a, like, a limited release um, I think in November but that was just to try and get those Oscar noms which they're probably not going to get mm. but it's getting that wider release now um so as Steve finishes his notes, should we get, as he tries to wrap his head around his predictions, Tommy, do you want to <laughs> do you want to go for your predictions for next? Sure, week? I'm really not sure about this week. It um, is a really difficult one to try and predict. Yeah, it's just those like this is one of those weeks where like a film can drop from like two to off the list, and a film yeah. of five can stay. You know, it's a yeah. very strange one. So I think number five, I think Spider Verse is still going to be there. I think it's going to hang in at number five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my number four is going to be Poppins. I think Bumblebee's leaving. Um, Interesting. Uh, I think number three, this is the one where I'm topping and turving. I think three is going to be the upside. Right. Interesting. Then A Dog's Way Home at two. Right. With Aquaman again at number one. Right. I've got tiebreaker number eight. Do you want to say it just now? It's Nine, 19 million. 19. That's quite low. For what, sorry? 19 million for what? Aquaman. 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 I've been legit here. Number five, Spider-Verse. Interesting. Uh, four, Poppins. Oh. Uh, three, Upside. Oh. I, I don't know how the Upside's going to be received. Isn't this honest. how your list is going? So far. No, because I, I wasn't sure of the Upside, obviously, with, with the Kevin Hart controversy at the moment. And then Brian Cranston's coming out to defend him playing a character with disabilities. Yeah. People saying, oh, we shouldn't have given the role to a person with disabilities, but it's acting. It's a very weird subject. It's a difficult one. What's it's this? I've not heard this. Basically, um, people have been going against uh, Cranston for playing a disabled character where supposedly there are disabled actors who, who are lining up for the role. That really? Why shouldn't able-bodied man take... Oh, I mean, like... There was uh, a film... Daniel Day-Lewis in My Left Foot is like... A fa- you know? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, 
I think of Eddie Redmayne sure a few years ago. and there was yeah. a film a couple of years ago that I love called uh, Fundamentals of Caring on Netflix yeah that's, that's a great film um, yeah. but again I, I can't remember the name of the guy who plays the guy in the wheelchair but he's not disabled he's a guy from Submarine um, yeah and Tracy Beaker <laughs> I, I don't think Patrick Stewart's disabled either. Do people? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's it's acting, isn't it? So, do you, do you anyway. have a number for your list, Steve? Number for number two. What's your, your, number two? your tiebreaker? No, we need oh, number no, two. Number two. I'm sorry. See, 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 see if he mixes things I just, up. I just assumed he'd copied you. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's your number two? <laughs> two escape room. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Whoa. I, I, I think it's, it's going to hold up. I think it's going to. I, I don't think yeah. it, the the uh, side is going to be escape room. I think it's gone. No, because I, I, I still think the controversy both from Hart and especially from Cranston is going to affect it at some point. And it, it's not a traditional film that people are going to see, like couple-wise and that. Oh, let's go watch this film. Let's go watch Escape yeah. Room. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'd much rather watch Escape Room than, than The Upside. Or yeah. this is going to a date or game with mates. Who would not you? a Dog's Way Home at all on your list? No. Interesting. No. And then number one, obviously, Aquaman. Still making a splash. Yeah. How much do you think? Uh, what probably is it you and puns this week? <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to, you know, get new year, new me. Go for a number. Uh, 11. 11 million. Wow. For Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> That's just, lower than I'm the gonna, fifth highest uh, film this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, just 13 million. I'm going to make a prediction for next week's show. Steve's wrong. You think? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, so my <laughs> list, I've put Poppins at five. Okay. I've put Escape Room at four. Right. <laughs> I put a dog's way home at three. I put Aquaman at two, and I put the upside at one. Interesting. I just wow. think there's a little. There is. I think there's still pull for Kevin Hart. I think there's pull for Brian Cranston. I think. I don't know. I've not heard a bad word of mouth of it, but it's an odd time to put it out. Right. Just January sort of. Time. Sure. Um, but that's just what I'm going off. I think. I think Spider Verse is going to keep on going on. I thought it might, but I've. I don't know. We'll see. Next yeah, week, yeah, we'll next, week. next week. Oh, in yeah. case you missed it, <laughs> in case you missed it, the right. Thank you guys for listening. Well, as I just want to oh, tease. Oh, we're, not major, we're not finished yet. Something major coming to the Insider Network. It's major. major. In the coming weeks. Boom. Do tell. Explosions. The Benji review. <laughs> Ooh. That means Steve's actually got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. James has now watched it I too. Watched it. But it's the thing. Are our listeners ready to hear? It, has it affected your top ten of 2018 at all? No. Controversial. Wow. I'm going to watch it and we'll find out. I think, I know, I think we're ready for it. I don't think our listeners are ready for it. I think it takes a certain amount of time before they're ready for it. Uh, Everyone's homework is to watch Benji on Netflix. (laughs) The Netflix original, it's a masterpiece. Yep. A dog opens a door with his paws. (laughs) His paws are. That's a locked door. What's that? He picks a lock. He does. He does think a lot. This film sounds like barking mad, seriously. I'm obviously about to go to Globes again. <laughs> like, share, comment, and do all that jazz. I don't, I, I don't even know what to do anymore. Bye. Mr. TT Green. Yeah, Mr. TT Green. Steve Papu or whatever he is. What's coming? When he eventually says, I think he's just going to say it's coming. that the username's coming every week. It's coming, it's coming. Mine's at Floodgate28. Do what you want with that information. <laughs> I've had enough of Steve Puns, bye. We all have.